Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome in to the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on the Housing Hour. It is brought to you by Mortgage Investors Group. Thank you for coming in. We hope to be able to provide some some quality to your day, definitely some humor. And we're here joined with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. And we are so excited to be here. Um, first, let me tell you how to plug in with us. You can find us, of course, online. You can go to thehousinghour.com as well as social media. We're on uh, Facebook, on the Twitter, we're on the Instagram, but uh, the most popular one probably is our face, Facebook account, facebook.com slash the housing hour. And in a close second is Pinterest, where Mark uh, pins all his posts and p- posts all of his pins. So check us out there. Um, we'd love for you to, to come and interact with us. Um, but the treasure trove of all of our shows, past shows, um, current shows, you can find that just going to thehousinghour.com. Um, subscribe to our podcast as well. If you do the podcast through Apple, you can get it delivered directly to your phone every single week. What a great concept that is. So, guys, I know that this is something that we all look forward to. I know I do. When I heard that Mark had put together another crazy home inspection show, I was so happy because we have in studio with us Jack Feldman, our resident expert home inspector. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming in again. Oh, thanks, Kevin, for having me. It's always fun to be here. Absolutely. And the name of uh, the company that you own is Clayton Home Inspections. Is that the whole words? That's Clayton Inspection Service. Clayton Inspection Service. Been around since 1989. Right. The reason I know that so well is because MIG also has been around for that same amount of time. And throughout the years that you've been doing home inspections, you have collected photos. And back before there was digital, I bet you you used to... What did you used to use? Uh, Started with Polaroids. Wow. And I'd have to take two photos of every defect at at about a dollar a photo. Oh, wow. And then uh, 35 millimeter, one hour photos, you know, which never took an hour, Mm -hmm. always longer. And then I'd get multiple prints and staple them to the paper report. Mm -hmm. And then digital, the first digital camera I had was a Sony Mavica that had the three and a half inch floppy disks. Wow. And that changed the whole world. I mean, it did. really made things a lot easier. There was probably a learning curve for you to be able to get it up on that platform. It, yeah. It, it, technology doesn't always make things easy. No. Now, iPhones, do you now use an iPhone or your whatever type of phone that you use? Or do you still do something digital like a, an actual camera? I use an iPad as I go along, input my stuff in the report software, and I use the iPad camera. It's, but, it, but it doesn't have a flash. Mm, okay. So I have a digital camera Back I carry up. on my uh, waist to take into crawl spaces or attics or low-light situations. Nice, nice. Well, most of your stuff, except for the, the um, low-light, you could take with the iPad, and they do a sufficient job. They, they do, and I use my little hand flashlight and do indirect lighting to kind of make it to get a little better mm-hmm. photos. 
But if you've seen the co- the old Polaroid where you push it and it comes out of the front, right. that's coming back. It's a retro camera that yep. people are using. Yep. It's very expensive. Um, Can't think of why you'd want to. <laughs> yeah. My, and also the picture size is smaller than this. The, one, yeah. the new ones, which I'm holding up, I don't know how big that is. <laughs> well, I have no that's idea. That's about the original size. Yeah. Right? And, and, you know, they're much smaller. My daughter got one and, and she used it. And we went to refill it and it was like, Almost as expensive as the camera. We were like, okay, well, that was fun for one time. So <laughs> technology evolves. Um, now, let's start back because even though we've talked about this and we've done shows with you, I do want to set up for people what exactly you do other than just take funny pictures of home inspections, which is what we're here for. But home inspecting, and we talked last week, we've talked about housing. We had um, a great appraiser, Tom White, in, and we were talking about values. And, you know, whenever someone, and, and even Tom mentioned, you know, you you only can give a value based upon the condition of the property. That's why the Zestimate's never accurate because they say the average condition is, you know, what they're using. But a home inspector like yourself, whenever somebody does buy a house, I'm buying a house for 225000 Okay, it's worth 225000 based upon the consumer looking at it and looking at what it has to offer. But then you have a home inspection done, and that's where you come in. And, and just dial up for us, what do you do when somebody hires you? Well, um, I come in to do the inspection, and the inspection covers... I'll just kind of run it down the categories. Grounds, exterior, foundation, roof, attic, plumbing system, electrical system. Uh, The plumbing is, you know, the waste pipes, the gas pipes, the supply pipes, the service coming in, the pressure. And then the interior, obviously, doors, windows, walls, floors, ceilings. Um, Kitchen and the built-in appliances, the bathrooms, and, you know, there's those toilets and stuff like that that Mm. there's a picture, I think, in. Mm, and uh, we we just go through our standards of practice from the the state show that or tell us what we have to inspect and what we have to report on. Mm-hmm. And you go probably over and above. Honestly, what's the minimum recommendations? Sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, well, and you've seen I've seen pictures, and they were not funny ones necessarily. Maybe they were. I can't remember. But you even test like how hot the water gets, for instance, because there's supposed to be a there's supposed to be a throttle on how hot it gets. Right. It's supposed to be less than uh, 130 degrees, but 125 will burn you. Mm. And I've I've seen them 150, 160 degrees. That's going to melt the melt something. Yeah. I mean, what's boil? I don't even know what boiling is. 220. So, I mean, you're not too far away from that. So those are the things that you um, come in. And, and, and just as an example, from a safety standpoint, testing the heat of the water. I mean, you have a seven-year-old that you don't test that, and he goes to take, he or she goes to take their first bath, and they're trying to do it on their own. I mean, they could s- seriously injure themselves. That's just a small example. Right. Um, but that's just one thing. And, and I go back to the value of what that property is. So they, they contracted to buy the house for 225 You go in, you're looking at the foundation, you're looking at the ceilings, you're looking at the walls, you're looking at the service, the, the, um, the pipes coming in, the pipes going out, and you might find something that could potentially be a major financial investment that had they not had the home inspection done, guess what? They now own this home that they think the value is 225 which it may have been, 
if it had not been for this $18,000 foundation issue. Exactly. I mean, who wants to take that risk, Mark? Well, I don't think anybody wants to take that risk. Well, there are people taking that risk. Uh, You know, most contracts we see today have the home inspection category Mm -hmm. marked on it. So I think everybody recognizes, unless you're a cash buyer, you might Mm -hmm. bypass that if you think you know what you're doing. But, you know, as long as I've been in the business, my father father was a builder, I don't know what I'm doing when I'm buying a home. Yeah. That's why I'd hire... Well, not just buying a home. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, there's other things, too. Right. But, no, you've always been um, a person that has led the way on that because it's like, I'm not a realtor, although you were one, Uh but you're not a realtor. So you have a realtor who handles that piece for you. You're not a home inspector. You hire someone to, I mean, you could go in and probably say, oh, well, this doesn't look right. But Jack, this is what he does. This is what he looks at every day, day in, day out. So he knows exactly what he's looking for. Um, And I'm surprised that. Um, I don't know that a hundred percent of people, I know you weren't saying a hundred percent of people are getting home inspections, but I would love to know what a percentage of people. Well, I think most realtors, and that's why I would use a realtor, right. Would recommend strongly to get a home inspection and mm-hmm. that just kind of alleviates some of their, you know. Yeah. You probably don't know. Cause I mean, you see what you see, but, and your realtors aren't going to say, well, no, I don't recommend them on all of them, but what's your sense for that, for how many people are getting home inspections? I think, uh, a large percentage of people buying new homes mm. don't get an inspection mm. because I do a lot of inspections of one-year-old homes. Oh, okay. And they're coming up on their warranty. And yeah. and I say, well, you know, it, it comes up in conversation. I find something like a disconnected waste pipe I did. Um, or the fireplace. And, and I said, did you, right. did you not get, you know, did your inspector not call this out when you had your pre-buy inspection? Mm. Oh, we didn't do that. It was a new home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they think mm-hmm. if they have, well, it has a two ten warranty on it, right? Yeah, or something like that. Well, it's two years for parts and labor, and then eight years <clears throat> for foundation. I suppose I'm not sure what the eight is, but if you don't have a home inspection, especially on a new home, if you didn't, if you don't put a punch list together, and that one year builder warranty goes away, guess what? You're out. Whatever it was. Right now, we've set up exactly what we're going to talk about. And now when we get into our next segment, we're going to jump in and show you some pictures. So go ahead now while we're at commercial, go to www.thehousinghour.com, pull up the pictures, and we're going to jump into these pictures that Jack has captured for us right after these messages. Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray. I'm your host here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you for joining us. We're excited to have you. And we have Jack Feldman in studio with us. He is our resident expert, home inspector. Thank him again for coming in. And he's brought in some um, incredible photos that we're going to go through. And the first one for you all that are driving, just uh, they mentioned that off air. You got to be careful. Obviously, if you're driving, pull off the road if you don't mind. Or if you're in a Tesla, maybe make sure you have the appropriate autopilot on. Um, probably shouldn't do that either. But um, 
check it out later, um, but you can hear our commentary right now. But the very first picture that we have, it's, it's a dashboard of a system that is installed into uh, a, a bidet. A bidet is the way I understood it. It's just like one thing, right? But what was this attached to, Jack? This is a full-service toilet. Oh, Oh, it does multiple things. It's, this is a this was a control panel for a toilet. Mm. And was it bigger than a normal toilet or yeah, it was. Yeah. And was this in a home that w- was average sales price or was it I mean it seems like this would go in, you know, high-end homes, but this was a high-end home. And did it have an app <laughs> that controlled it? <laughs> I didn't look that up. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because when I look at it, there's, and let me just describe, and you all see the picture, but if you're not able to see the picture, it's a dashboard, and then each of the avatars have different settings for what it is that you might be interested in in receiving as far as service goes. And so it has wash, bidet, and then one that I have never heard of inside of this type of system. It says enema is what it actually says. So that in itself is extraordinary, but then there's also a drying feature, and then there's a pulse and a massaging feature as well. Um, just amazing. I mean, do you have anything to say, Mark? I think this <laughs> I think the dashboard says it all. If you pull up the picture of this, you just got to look at it and then look at the pictures. It kind of helps you with a tutorial, graphic tutorial. Right. And there's also position controls as well. I I can't say anything about this. Have you ever seen one like this before? I had never seen it before, and that's why it it, uh, got a, a photo. And tell me, um, how do you test one of these? Do you act, you don't have to sit and test the, or do you just? Uh, no, I um, actually I I think I disclaimed this because there was just so many weird things on it that mm-hmm. I wouldn't know if it was working right at all. <laughs> True, that is so interesting. Um, and then there's also a power control. I mean, it really looks amazing if it was like a massage chair or something, but it's not. It is not. It is not a massage It's chair. a throne. It, it, that's exactly right. Um, but the most important button, I think, that is here for most people would be stop. <laughs> 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 Please stop. <laughs> I love it. That's incredible. Um, but you said, you mentioned, I just want to make sure I pin this down. This this wasn't in your lower-priced home, like something in the $100,000 range. This was a high-end setup. It, it was. It, yeah. was, it was a... A pretty high-end home. Yeah. You wouldn't expect something like this in, in a normal home. Uh, I'm just blown away by it. Very popular in Europe. But it, so you know, the, the picture is cropped, but it looks like to the left of it, there is a dash or like a little display area. Was there a, like a little TV display area? Are you censoring I, the pictures? I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. That. That's probably the full dashboard. Mm-hmm. There, well, I do see what you're saying. So it looks like there's maybe it would tell you. It's like a battery, maybe battery battery um, percentage or something like that. <laughs> Enema supply. No, this plugged in to an oh. outlet. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I I don't know what that little part was, but it. I just had to take a photo of that. That's incredible. But it does have an energy saving feature. Yes. So that's this could impressive. we could put this in our energy saving um, <laughs> series as well. That's really really cool. Well, as much as I want to stay on... 
I love it. Uh, as much as I want to stay talking about this, we have some other photos. So let's move to, to our next one. Um, the next one that we have here, it's dubbed Old Jack Horner. And, I mean, first of all, did this scare you to death? It did. Um, Describe what it is. Well, it's, it's I think, pa- paper mache or plaster cast of a uh, a man sitting at a computer desk. And it's completely white. There's no, it's not like painted authentic. It's just a white cast. Yeah. And uh, this was a, a, a vacant house. And if I remember right, there there weren't lights on. There, there were burned out bulbs or it was dark. So I'm maneuvering around the house with my flashlight. So it's dark. I go down to the basement. I turn the corner. And this is in this closet in the basement. And it just scared the daylights out of me. Oh my goodness! It's a full size man, and it is extraordinarily detailed. I mean, look at the the picture sitting in this chair, and and look just look at the face, the ear, the hair, the nose, the silhouette is. I mean, it's almost like they put someone in a form, yes. and, yeah. and, and, and but I don't know how they created this. You, you know, I didn't try to move it to see if it actually was a body, but. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, because I mean, if that thing had moved even a little, that I mean, that's just unbelievable. And, and I, maybe this person was an artist. Was there other artifacts that maybe would have led you to believe that there was nothing else in the house? Maybe that's Granddad, but, but it, all white. Mm-hmm. If he hit it with a flashlight in dark, you think yeah. that you got a it, you know it a just, Halloween scare? Yeah, it. My heart stopped. And I, I guess the the realtor or whoever let you did you let yourself in because you have a lockbox uh, key. There wasn't anybody there with you. Or there did, wasn't anyone in this house right. with me. So that that would have been a nice thing to maybe add to the brief or something. You know, there's. <laughs> no, by the way, <laughs> did you include this in your report or was this just I, an ancillary? No, I, after I got my my heart beating to a regular rhythm <laughs> and. Uh, uh, dried out my my trousers um, and used a bidet. Yeah, uh, it it didn't go in the report, but it certainly got a photograph. Oh, and this was not the same house as the bidet because he sort of looks like he's sitting on one. Yeah, no, that's, no. You could use him if he's lightweight <laughs> to do the test. <laughs> oh goodness, that's awesome, Jack. I mean, oh, really, man. is this a recent one or is this one that you pulled out of your collection? That that's fairly old is it yeah uh, how have you left this one out all this time <laughs> that is incredible all right so um let's move on to number three I, even though I, again the first two i don't know how you can match it but the third one's actually maybe more common than we think but um this is a potential real problem <laughs> you have uh, you have a, an outlet <clears throat> for those that are not able to see that acts as a doorstop in a sense because it is exactly in line with the metal door handle maybe into a bathroom or where was that coming into maybe an interior room actually it looks like carpet so i think it's probably an interior room maybe a bedroom or an office or something yeah so constantly it's going and hitting up against that why would they have done something like this and obviously that's not up to electrical code i wouldn't imagine oh it it, nowhere close it um well, first of all, I don't know why they put an outlet three feet from the floor mm. and in direct line with a door. 
but it's almost like a joke. Like the electrician was like, "I watch, I'm going to get them." Well, if if you slam the door, uh, the first slam is going to break the outlet and then expose the the metal on the inside. The second time you close the door, it's going to contact the live outlet and charge the door handle. Oh, wow. And and if you're opening it, you don't even have to slam it open or or throw it open. You just open it. Yeah. And it touches it. it. It's going to do some serious shocking. It it would hurt. Wow. That's unbelievable. So this was in your report, obviously. That was in the report. Yes. The, The last one with the person in the downstairs was not. But this one goes in your report. And you almost wonder when you see something like this, and we've talked about this before, is if you see something like this, it really makes you start to look around a little closer. I mean, you already look close, but you start looking around. Did you find any other, if you recall, in this house like this? Nothing as good as that. Right. But I'm sure there was other things. I don't remember specifically. (laughs) Right. Because sometimes the pictures that you bring us are sort of one piece of evidence of a larger picture. And we don't get to see the end home inspection. But I would imagine that there are a lot of other things that are involved when you see something like this. They sometimes just keep growing. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Wow, that's incredible. And this is this looks actually like a maybe not a new home, but you know, it looks like a newer home. And what if you had not got your home inspection? <clears throat> you received a home inspection and then, you know, now you're going to have to pay $175 <clears throat> to have this thing moved because that's about what it would cost to have the electrical outlet moved to the appropriate place. And you see sometimes in garages they'll have you know, the uh, outlets at a higher level. But this is obviously interior home. That, that was inside a room, yeah. That's mm. crazy. Unbelievable. Well, guys, we've been through three pictures, and we are going to number four right after these messages. Thank you again for joining us right here on the Housing Hour. We'll be right back after these messages. Continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you for joining us. We're here with uh, Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host, and Jack Feldman as well. He is our resident expert, home inspector. We thank him so much for spending the time with us, and he's done this for a while now. This is actually installment number five. Part five. Part five. Crazy home inspections. That's right. Brought to you by Jack Feldman and Mortgage Investors Group and the Housing Hour (laughs) and uh, Clayton Inspection Services, right? So we have all of that wrapped into one. Both of us founded in 1989. So we have a lot in common. And we also um, have in common that we are looking out for the best interest of our clients, which is another thing that we definitely model after each other. And um, part of the 
crazy home inspection series over the years here, the fifth installment, like we said, is that we've seen things that obviously had you not had a home inspection, then these things could have just went by without ever being. And there's been some doozies. Oh, like man, so far, these f- first three, the third one that we had about with the outlet behind. Yeah, that one's bad. But I've seen ones where you've had a new construction where the venting from the, the fireplace. fireplace was just going into the attic. And, and and um, if that's an older person, I mean, you're going to you're going to kill somebody with that in all seriousness. Right. So how would you have prevented that from happening? Number one, you have a home inspection done. Um, number two, you have a home inspection done. Number three, you have a home inspection done. And even if it's new construction, right. have a home inspection and done that before one, you close. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that one was home inspection, I think. Was. Was, yeah. But, okay, let's say you forgot to do the home inspection. Okay. It was a new home. Do you know that there's a one-year builder warranty? Okay, we'll excuse you, even though I think we've provided plenty of evidence. And, look, I'm not getting paid by Jack. I mean, we're just looking out for your best interest. But if you have had a purchase of a new construction and you're under that one-year builder warranty, is that a state law, by the way, or is that just – okay. So the builder – as long as they're still in business, um, has one year that you have a warranty on that property. Pretty much is sort of like a, a car warranty, if you will, I, I guess. You know, pretty much if anything goes wrong with my car under that warranty, you know, the the automobile dealership is going to fix it for me. Similar to that is the one-year builder warranty. You can't bank on it, I'll be honest, because, you know, most builders that are in the market today are – I don't want to say they're better or worse or anything like that, but you have a lot of builders who are very great and wonderful and find those, you know, but you, you know, you, you only, your one year builder warranty is only as good as your builder being in business, right? Your builder goes out of business, you know, which unfortunately happens. Then that one year builder warranty, I guess you could make a claim in his bankruptcy. I mean, there's stuff that you could do, but what a headache that you could have prevented by just getting a home inspection. So that's why we're talking about. But um, if you did forget to get one, you can definitely, you'll definitely want to get one before that one year builder warranty is up. Have Jack make the punch list, you know, rather than you try to go through and say, okay, well, this is happening, this is happening. Forget that because you're never going to make it thorough enough. But even if you've been in your home for, say, 5, 10, 15 years, Absolutely. it's an older home. Yeah. It's, you know, you might think, hmm, I don't remember a home inspection. It might be a time just to do one. Yeah. Especially if it's safety issues as well. Well, and that's what Jack is, is excellent. Carbon carbon monoxide yeah. testing, or, or not just carbon monoxide. Radon. The radon. Because remember, Jack, a couple of years ago. That's an extra service, but still. It is an extra well service. Worth it. We had it done in our house, remember? Right. And, and it gave me such peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- he was kind enough to show us how it worked, and he did it for us um, so that we could show you, the the listener, how it worked brought it over to our houses individually and it sits there and it reads the metering over a three day period, I think is what it is. And then they come check it and we were cleared, but guess what? There's a lot of people, I mean, Tennessee's known for radon that have high levels of radon mm-hmm. that don't even know it. And they might be suffering some consequences from it because they didn't take the proper steps to and get it remedied. we've seen uh, transactions fall through before closing because of radon. Yeah. So there is a way to remedy mitigate it. it. There is a way to mitigate it. That's the word. But um, some people just think, well, at high levels, I right. don't think a vent's yeah. going to cut, cut it for me. 
But anyway, that's up for you to decide. So let's stop getting serious and let's go back into some funny stuff. How about that? Um, I think this is picture number four. Yes. Okay. Picture number four. Wow. I mean, um, describe for me what we're looking at. Why don't you do that, Mark, since he doesn't have a right in front of him? Well, I, I think this looks like a uh, heat and air system. It's an air handler. Yes. An air oh, handler. Okay. And then you have a discharge line for the condensation line. That's right. Out to the side. Oh, and next my. to the condensation line, it looks like there was another condensation hole yes, available. Exactly. And it was not, there was not a line <laughs> or a PC pipe coming out of that hole. And they plugged it with a light bulb. A light bulb. Oh, no. Jack, <laughs> could they not have just put a cap or something on that? It fit perfectly, yes. Kevin. Yeah. That they, was a joke. They, it had to they, be. They, um, no, I think probably what happened is the cap got lost. Mm. And what did they have handy? <laughs> a light bulb. Yep. And, you know, the threads aren't the same mm. on a cap and a light bulb. But it fit. And what's funny is when I went to that house and I saw that, I go, I've got to take a picture for Kevin and Mark. Thank because you. Because this, this is just stellar this is probably the best picture to describe the whole series honestly because it's like you think you have a bright idea but it's not because that is absolutely insane now was there was there like a a string to pull to turn that light on the the string must have broken off it wasn't there yeah or what you know whenever the air compressor what what did you call this the exchange the air handler the air handler when it was running did it did the light bulb come on it 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 didn't uh and and, you know i didn't write down that it was a faulty bulb i probably should have done that (laughs) they need to change the bulb on the um exchange or the now, handler is of. this an issue i mean uh, how would you right, write this yeah, up that's true you know um leaks it well it didn't leak so you know honestly it's outside of being kind of a stupid yeah. thing to do and i guess you could cut yourself if you broke the bulb but it's not leaking it's not correct he don't might have wrong. put plumber's tape around the i don't know but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't leaking out of that pipe or the fitting <laughs> So, Mark, did you put these words on here? I did. Oh, okay, because I was trying to see who to give credit for that. Since it was you, I won't won't do that. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bright way to plug a hole. That's really clever, actually. Oh, I love yeah. it. A bright bright way to plug a hole. Um, you know, one of the things that we have to have is a sense of humor. And even though this is not the acceptable way to do this, like you mentioned, um, it's still kind of funny. I mean, you know, well, there's a reason why you have a PCV pipe of, of, uh, this condensation Mm -hmm. because the water will come down. If this is in an attic, then it's going to get all over your drywall and the ceiling. I think this is in a crawl space, isn't it? It was in a basement. Oh, okay. And it, there, there was so many things wrong with this in, entire the whole house but with this particular thing that that light bulb was not even on on a scale it right it was just that was pale in comparison this was the bright spot it was the bright spot yeah exactly (laughs) mark you're full of it man that's good all right well um we're pressing in to the end of this segment not Actually, we still have a few minutes, but let's move on to number five. Um, bathroom vent disease. That is repulsive. If you aren't looking, in all, all homes, there is usually a bathroom vent. And, you know, you turn that fan on when you're going in there and taking yeah. care of some stuff. But this almost, it seems, 
that first of all, it it, it has some kind of buildup. <laughs> Some kind of <laughs> <up>. <laughs> and and what kind of I mean what is that that's that's clogging this vent? Well, the, well, I don't know. I didn't taste it. <laughs> uh, so this this vent was on the the wall of the bathroom, yeah. and the cover was loose, and and on the fan didn't work. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it, so I turned it on. So the cover was loose. It didn't I, work. I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, me too. <laughs> so I, I removed the cover and I saw that. And again, I thought of you guys. <laughs> and and so I, I took a better picture of it. Um, so how old is this house? I mean, is this fan 40 years old? It, it probably is pretty old. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. That was an older house, but that was just, that's just disgusting. It's never been cleaned. Yeah, well, never. Um, also, not to change the subject, but you're talking about a 40-year-old house. When you're inspecting these, and we'll get back to this vent, are you protecting yourself as well? Because there could be lead-based paint. There could be other things, other factors. How are you protecting yourself? Like a hazmat suit? or Well, if, if I go in a crawl space, I dress accordingly. If I yeah. go in attics, I'll wear a respirator and, and gloves. But Really? Yeah. Wow. We need to get a picture of Jack and all that. Uh, but Isn't this the guy that had mice in his co- truck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was public record or not. Yeah. <laughs> Just one little mouse was they, in his truck. No, there was, there was four mice in my car. <laughs> um, yeah. We got off subject there yeah, for a minute. Sorry. But the reason I asked that is because, I mean, lead-based paint is, I mean, if, if you were working around that and you inhale it or eat it, eat the chips... Mm-hmm. Um, if you're hungry or something, I mean, that could seriously damage you um, or it could improve you. It just depends on what situation you're in. Guys, we are coming to the end of this segment. We have one more right here with Jack Feldman. We'll be right back. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Had to make sure the light was on. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We're so thankful to be here, here with Mark Griffith, executive producer, co-host, Pinterest uh, poster, also Jack Feldman as well, Clayton Inspection Services. Thankful for him to come in. Been in business since 1989. You can find all of his contact information right on thehousinghour.com. Um, this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com, The Right Loan, The Right Home Loan for You. Um, and uh, we're here talking with Jack about a lot of these pictures, a lot of home inspection pictures that he has collected over the years. And the last two, he mentioned that the first thing he thought of was us, which that's a big win for us. Because yeah. me and Mark have always told and even commented on pictures because he posts these pictures on his Facebook page. I think on your personal. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know if it's on your professional, but um, me and Mark, I'm always, you know, hey, keep this one for, you know, for our for He our knows series. now. <laughs> yeah. And we, we have a five, we have a five part series that you can, you can find. We've created, or Mark has created a series. It's out got of all it. the pictures too. All so the pictures. All the links to all the pictures. Yes. Have fun. 
Exactly. And there's no incriminating evidence there, so you can't find any property addresses or anything like that. All of this is for fun, although it is very serious. Um, We're talking about serious subject matter when it comes to some of these safety issues. Um, But we're going through these, and I'd love for you guys to check it out. We have it on our homepage right now. If you're podcasting this later, you can just simply click and find the series and go check it out. And if you're driving, certainly don't try to use your phone to locate the pictures. That's something uh, that some of us may um, do, but um, we're on picture number six, and uh, it is titled "Garage Death Door." <laughs> I love it. Uh, what What am I looking at here? Well, the you know the garage doors come with these uh, sensors. Oh. The I just the, saw what those were. Yeah, up there. I, I call them the kid crusher sensors. You know, to keep right. kids from being injured or pets, and they go down around five six inches from the floor so that you can't close the door on something. Right. Well, the garage door opener will not work without those sensors being in alignment. Well, apparently this this guy uh, had two garage doors, and they put in new openers, and he didn't want to be inconvenienced with running the wires or putting those sensors where they're supposed to be, so he duct-taped them together and put them up on the, near the ceiling above the garage door opener. So they're permanently connected. So... <clears throat> This, and we don't know who this individual was, but this this probably defines laziness to its core. Because, yes, I, I see what you're saying. You'd have to run those wires. I mean, yes, it would take a little bit of work. But we're talking about something that's... There's so a reason. Those doors come down. I mean... If you, especially if you have a misaligned or something, and I mean those doors come down pretty forcefully. I mean they could they could seriously injure somebody. They they could kill a pet. They could kill a pet. They could kill a small child. If a kid got hit in the neck with that, it'd break his snap his neck. Right. So yeah, I I, I can't comment on why people do stuff i just see the results of their stupid well you do sometimes why is it (laughs) well i can't get in this person's mind of why they did something well i think you nailed it it was you hit it right on the head nail on the head is it It because he had duct tape (laughs) you got you have duct tape you got to do something with the duct tape but you said you know he didn't want to be inconvenienced with having to run the wires it would take extra work he probably that's it purchased these and um, you know, there should be some sort of law that, you know, that you have to establish and put these in the right place. And this is, this is an example of if no home inspection is done, most people with common sense would see that and not have a child near it. But let's say a home inspection is not done, done and Spot is running out and he gets crushed. Guess what? Spot's dead and you're thinking, what happened? I mean, you know, and then on the seller side of things, this could be a potential lawsuit if they sold this, and if it was, I guess it would have to go back to the contract. Was it an as-is, and does that have anything to do with it? But I'm sure there's a, there's got to be some sort of um, safety like requirement, isn't there? I would think. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a. Well, there's certainly liability. Like yeah. I was at a uh, rental VBRO, mm-hmm. and their garage door did not have this feature. VBRO, VRBO, you mean? Yeah, VRBO. They, okay, that's it. And, and, and you it, said PSV pipe earlier, but just go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, <laughs> now the acronyms are clear. Um, but, uh, it, you know, they didn't have the sensor on it. Mm-hmm. So when I was walking out, I was expecting it to trip. But it came down. The stables kept, it kept on coming down on me. Why in so, the world were you under the garage door? I was walking outside. But why so, would you have done both at the same time? Because I wanted to get out to unpack my car. <laughs> 
and we had to come up. Through. But Jack's it, looking at his watch over here. We're no, just no, like, no. what's happening? I'm just kidding. But the point is, I thought it would trip and go right. back up. Right. So and I was going to stop. No, it came down on me. Oh. It hit me. It just grazed my head, and I jumped out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So there's got to be had one, there. We've had one before like this that you had. It wasn't this extreme, um, but I remember seeing it before and thought the same things. Um, we got to get to these other pictures as much sure. as I want to talk more about this one. Um, the next one on the list is um, Attic Duct bla- Duck Blaster. What is that? <laughs> what is that, Jay? Well, um, and again, I can't comment on why someone did this, but they installed a, a a blower fan in an attic in the middle of a duct. I guess maybe air wasn't getting to a certain room, so they installed this. But the uh, duct has totally delaminated, and it's not effective at all, and probably not going to flow much air because it's just totally come apart. Right. Like the, the piece- a dead duct. The, the, it's a dead duck. The, the, the laminate that was around the little metal caging, I guess you would say, has peeled away. Therefore, the air that was supposed to flow through there is going through and, and flowing into the attic. It's basically. cooling and heating the attic. Oh, my word. Yeah. So this is, this is one that Scott Prudent. Pr- yeah, prudent. Pr- prudent. Yeah, would see. Prudent, yeah. I mean, this is a total waste of energy. And you said installed, and I don't know if that qualifies for installed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was being kind. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's craziness. So, this is what people do yeah. to solve a problem. And that's why you have the home inspectors. Who would cl- climb up there when you're buying a home to look at this stuff? Yeah, nobody would. Nobody would. And I mean, there's this. There's probably other. This is a do-it-yourself situation, maybe even. I don't know if a... a professional actually did that that seems a little bit unfathomable but maybe i think that's probably not a professional that did that right that's what i'm thinking um all right so let's go to the next one we have um number eight this one is dyi gone bad See, i got that one right you did (laughs) um tell me what i'm I'm looking at a maze this almost looks like a joke well this this is where someone that was attempting to do plumbing and had no knowledge of how it's supposed to go except for they thought it should go from a to b which it almost does but they have what's called an s trap which is is not good they're also called siphon traps they'll siphon sewer gas and it should be a p trap but where it goes into that pipe that's vertically under the cabinet it's just sitting inside because they didn't buy the proper fitting to join them together without having the sewer gas escape around that. So you, it, it's there, there's really nothing right about that, and that that's why there is below it obvious damage to the interior of the cabinet, right? Which is may be mold. I mean, there's all kinds of things that it looks like mold. Yeah. That could come out of that, yeah, and could affect. I mean, the whole house, frankly. Um, and so, what's what's going through that? Is that that's that's plumbing? That's the uh, kitchen water? sink drain. Okay, the that's kitchen the sink drain, drain from the kitchen sink. Oh my goodness gracious! <clears throat> and so, why would there be a why would there need to be a pee trap on the kitchen? Is that always the case? You, Do people you, pee in the kitchen you, sink? Well. I I don't know. Yeah. I I haven't been to your house enough time to do that. But uh you you have a trap under the sink to keep sewer gas from coming up through the sink. So there's a P trap and it holds a little bit of water in the the lower part of it so that sewer gas can't 
go all the way through and mm. come up through this bottom of the sink. But there's also electro, electrical wiring wrapped around here right? and, and, and oh. capped off. You see the electrical Why wiring? Why is that, that there? They used to be Is that for the bidet? The bidet? Well, well, I don't think in the kitchen, but I don't know. But you never know. That wiring probably was for a disposal that they took out. Is it still hot, you think? Oh, it's yeah. Capped. It's activated by a switch, yeah. Oh, my God. So it's around a water pipe, yeah. basically. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Now, in our last picture, because <laughs> yeah. we have two minutes left, um, not sure exactly why you would put this tie, but it, the the title is "Plumbers Need to Be Flexible." And what is the what exactly is this? It's sort of on the same line of this last one. This this flex pipe that they sell at all the big box stores for do it yourselfers uh, is is actually kind of the bane of all home inspectors. We we hate those things. Because, first of all, a, a waste pipe can't be f- flexible, corrugated, because it'll collect things. So it has to be smooth surface. Oh. So that that's wrong. The fact that it's looped up and then down, <laughs> and it's it it's kind of a reverse trap that is is really that isn't going to to work at all. There there's nothing right about it. There's clogging that's going to happen. There's collection of of waste that's going to happen. That's unbelievable. That's un- incredible. Go to thehousinghour.com. Check out all the pictures. And, Jack, thank you for being flexible. And, Mark, thank you for getting us in with Jack again. And to everyone out there listening, thank you so much. On behalf of Mortgage Investors Group, we thank you. And we'll see you next time right here on The Housing Hour. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also, check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.